0: All right. Uh, Time is a funny thing, you know, it's time change uh, Sunday. Um, Sometimes time feels like it's moving forward very rapidly. And sometimes it feels like it's going circular and you're just kind of repeating the same things over and over. And maybe in some sense it's this spiral that's moving forward that that really is is going on. Um, We've been looking at the. uh, the scriptures, uh, particularly the Gospel of Matthew. And we've been having discussions. we we'll read a little bit and we stop the recording, uh, have discussions. I don't know how uh, you're doing, but I'm enjoying having the uh, children ask uh, really good questions. Uh, so for me this has been uh, uh, good. I'm still getting a few people who hear it on uh, the tape and don't hear our discussions and wish they had that. Uh, but we don't have a way of uh, of doing that. So we're in Matthew, we're in the uh, Sermon on the Mount, uh, and we are in chapter 6. Uh, we, we got through the section of Jesus talking about when you do things, don't do them to be seen of men. If you do them to be seen of men, you have your reward. And he said that with regard to uh, the charitable gifts that we give. Uh, he talks about the, um, uh, the issue of prayer. And then we kind of got to fasting, but we didn't finish it. So I want to pick up there. So we'll pick up in verse 16 of Matthew chapter 6. Uh, in this same vein, Jesus says, When you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that when you're fa- so your fasting will not be noticed by men but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Uh, now, I, I want to talk about that uh, for a couple of minutes and we'll open up to discussion. One of the things that's uh, important and this is particularly important as we're in the Lenten season, uh, how do I fast without being noticed? Well, Jesus is here talking about people who are seeking to be noticed, and they're seeking to be noticed in the sense that they, uh, they neglect their appearance, they, uh, you know, the men don't shave, and they don't comb their hair, and you, know, you kind of walk in. Like you're just barely able to move and uh, people are, you know, oh, I'm fasting, you know. Uh, wow, what a spiritual giant, you know. That That's the complaint. Uh, for most of us, we're not doing that. Many of us are struggling with what is the point of fasting and why are we, uh, how do we do that in the context of a season like Lent. And uh, we're interacting with people regularly, so I want to I want to mention a couple of things on that. First of all, it's it's pretty easy to not have to announce your fasting, unless you actually have to be at lunch with somebody. Right? Then it's a little different issue, but you can always say I'm I need to do lunch alone. Uh, and then go to your office or go somewhere and, and avoid the eating in that context. So it's not like we really have to uh, uh, put on a sign, I'm fasting. Uh, and I think that this is important because fasting is a part of self-discipline. And its ultimate goal is what we read earlier today in our in our liturgy. Which is that self-denial... ...for the benefit of others. It's not a matter of how much can you fast. This is not a competition. It's really a controlling of our passions... ...a controlling of our appetites... ...that are very self-oriented... ...for the sake of being able to deny ourselves, ...take up our cross and follow Him... ...and do for others... So that's the, that's the actual focus. When God sees that that's what you're struggling to do, then he rewards us openly in that context. So it's important that we uh, keep in mind that fasting is not a, uh, an activity to be seen. Like prayer, I, I've had people say, well, I pray uh, in public because I want people to see that God answers prayer. That's not how people see that God answers prayer. So these things where we are relating to the Lord are to be done between him and us uh, in secret in that sense. Those things where we are doing good for uh, others, we have to make sure that we're not being seen that it's us, but we're being seen that we are obeying what the Lord has told us to do. Uh, so that's that's important. So that closes out this section. We'll go ahead and stop it. If... You're you're we're on. Okay. All right. So in uh, verse 19, then uh, Jesus says, "Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth or rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys." And where thieves do not break in or steal. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I'm going to stop and talk about that before we get... This next section is all connected. Uh, So I don't want you to think it's broken up completely. But I want to lay the foundation for this thing. Jesus in this context of focusing on spiritual things and being seen of God... Uh, Then says, you're not supposed to be living for the things of this world. You're not supposed to be securing for yourself treasures on earth because everything here is temporal. And so you're not going to be able to keep it and it may keep you. That's the issue of the heart with the treasure. You may, the more you have, the more you have to focus on that is not kingdom issues. So, he's saying here that your goal is not to build up what you have in this life, but build up what you will have in the kingdom of heaven. Now, the way we receive in the kingdom of heaven is to do things not to be seen of men, but to be seen of the Father. And he's going to specifically talk about the issue of not making our focus, what can I get here? So what does he mean by putting treasure in heaven? Jesus made it very clear when the uh, rich young ruler came to him. And he said, I've kept the commandments And Jesus said, okay, you lack just one thing. Take what you have and sell it and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And the guy didn't want to do that and so he went away. And Jesus talked about how hard it is for a rich man to enter into heaven. Uh, And the disciples said, well then, who can be saved? And he says, with men it's impossible, but with God it's possible. So he's not saying that you give away all that you have to be saved. He says that if you're focused on eternal things, you will be a steward of what you've got here for the purposes of kingdom issues rather than for the purposes of uh, temporal issues which is very, very, very difficult. I'll give you one example that I'm dealing with at Cal Baptist uh, a great deal. As you know, I've been there um, ending my 35th year teaching there. When I came, and many of you know this because you were part of that, uh, my marriage and family class was uh, the most popular elective on campus. And it would fill up, before we started doing computer stuff, it would actually fill up a year in advance, so that some of the students couldn't even get into the class. In the last few years, it has been uh, just barely able to make load uh, with trying to get 10 or 12 students to take it. Um, Now, that's not because I'm teaching it any different, uh, though I questioned that for a while. Uh, That's... Students who take it still think it's one of the best classes they took. But the student body is not interested in getting married. They're interested in a career and a job and a secure income. And then, with that, they're going to do something great for God. That's a major mind shift. Instead of seeing marriage and family as normative, and I have to work in order to support family, the focus is on the career and the securing of things so that they can then do something about the kingdom. Just the opposite of what Jesus is talking about here. And we'll really see that when we get down to verse 25. But I, I just wanted to, to load that up front so that you have some idea of where we're headed Because this whole next section is about whether or not you're focused on kingdom things or focused on earthly things. If your primary focus is on earthly things, you will not be building up treasure in heaven. If your focus is on eternal things, then you will be a steward so that you build up treasure in heaven. So with that, we'll stop the tape.